faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. Hello, my name is Marit Harden and thank you for joining me on this Christian Mindfulness webinar. Today we're continuing our story on faith. Faith is one of my favourite topics and I really want to share some ideas that I have with you. Are you a person of faith? Are you a person who is, um, you know, have thought that you were a person of faith, but things in the last little while have shaken your faith? Well, today I want to share some ideas that I have about faith. Are you a person who wants to have greater faith to see God move in your life and in the lives of others? Let me take you on a journey of faith. I believe that God's original intention was to have a people of great faith. The word of God was spoken and it created the whole world. It actually put you into being. You were created because God had an idea in his head about who you were meant to be in this time and in this space. I want you to go back and have a look at some scriptures. Jeremiah 1 verse 5 and Psalm 139 16 both show that God thought of you before your even were considered by your parents. But God thought of you first and he put the things into play for you to become who you are at this time and in this space. Now, I want you to think about this. In the Hebrew language, the word for seed is zera. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but something like that. And it carries with it this idea of all seed, not just plant seeds. So animals and humans have seed as well. And it also carries the idea of their progeny, so children that come after them. But in the Greek, in the New Testament, the same word for seed is sperma. Now, obviously, human word sperm comes from that. And so God's word is a seed. You know, Jesus spoke this in the parable in um, Mark's gospel and in Matthew's gospel about the sower who sowed the seed on four different soils. And what was the seed? He explained to his disciples a little later that the seed was God's word. God's word penetrates our mind as sperma, as seed. And if it finds at receptive soil, it germinates. So faith comes when we hear God's word and that word is implanted in the soil of our heart and it starts to grow. So I think we need to have this idea that when God speaks a word, that word takes hold in our life and it grows into something. Now, in the parable of the soil, there was fruit that came of the seed that was sown. Go back and have a look at these passages. God's word, the sperma, the seed of God, penetrates our heart and starts to grow. That's what faith is all about. Now, I know that there are lots of people out there who think about faith in different ways. Faith can be um, an idea of, okay, I can have faith in faith itself. 
And believe me, there probably are Christians who have faith in faith itself. And some people will may even not be Christians, will say, I have faith in myself. And, you know, these are other ideas about faith, but God's faith is faith in him. This is the faith that he gives us, and it's a gift. It's a gift to us that we receive it and we take it and we run with it. And it's sort of like when God's word is implanted in our hearts, it grows into something and it becomes the thing that God intended. And I know that when we think about this, this is sort of like what happened with the um, incarnation. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was a virgin. She was betrothed to Joseph. And one day an angel came to visit her. It was the angel Gabriel, one of the archangels. So really important messenger. And Mary was perplexed because archangel Gabriel proposed a big event, showed up and said, this is what God is wanting to do for you are highly favoured. Now, Mary was perplexed. She was puzzled because she didn't know how it could possibly be that this idea that the Messiah could be birthed in her could happen. She was a virgin. This is where Gabriel said that there is nothing impossible for God, but the Holy Spirit will come upon her. The one born of her would be the one that's been promised from long ago. Gabriel was coming with a proposal from God to Mary, and Mary had to take that word and allow it to implant inside of her. And it's almost like all those prophecies from the Old Testament were coming to fulfillment. And suddenly she had a decision to make. And she did. She made a decision. She said, let it be to me as you have said. And so we know that she participated in agreeing with that prophetic word. Now, you and I, when we get a prophetic word, we have to agree with it. We have to not push it aside and say, no, that's for somebody else. We have to say, yes, God, you were speaking and you were speaking to me. And that's the thing with prophetic words. Sometimes it can be easy to just say, oh, no, I'll pass this word on to somebody else. But sometimes God is putting the finger on you and saying, no, it's for you. This word is for you for this time and this space and this place where you are now. So think about it. God speaks a word and we hear it. And it enters into our heart and it starts to birth something. So we become pregnant with the promise of God. But sometimes that pregnancy takes a really long time. And we think, oh, was I mistaken? And, you know, this is the place where the enemy comes and he starts to take away the promise. He starts to make you doubt because this hasn't come to pass yet. This is the place where if we start to entertain those doubts, it means that our trust of God gets diminished. Now, God is trustworthy. God is faithful. God is bigger and more mighty and more majestic and more powerful and more loving and more kind and more gracious and more good than we could even imagine. 
So it's almost like we have to shatter our boxes and our understanding and really hold on to the nature and character of God who promises that his word is faithful. So if you're going through a season where you've started to doubt something that God has promised to you, maybe this is a season for asking God for another little confirmation, for somebody else to come along and give you a refresher of that word. Maybe it's a scripture. Maybe you go, God, I need your scriptures to come alive to me and show me again. This is the season and this is the place and this is the time that you are going to birth that promise. So be aware God is faithful and God uses these things as part of our journey in life. I know that in James 1.12, it says that there is promised a crown of life for those who endure. And I know that this crown of life comes with lots of little jewels on it. And some of those jewels have come from our tough, tough times. They're the places where we've held on and held on to God's promise with trust. Even when everyone around us is saying, nah, that's not going to happen. But you know, when you know that God has spoken something to you and when he confirms it and he gives you those scripture words, you can take and run with it, knowing that in God's timing, it will happen. This is what faith is all about. Faith is holding on to God's promises, even when you can't see it coming to pass yet. Someone said, God has a timestamp on our promises. Maybe we need to be patient and trust as we are waiting for that timestamp to come to fruition. So that's my little webinar from today. Can I encourage you to go back and think about the promises that you have got, that you have received, hold on to them, write them down, keep them as a, a record, keep bringing them before God and saying, God, just keep me faithful while you are the most faithful. Help me not to, to doubt your goodness and your words in this. So keep going in your faith journey. Keep going because God is the faithful one.